Hello, this is Sally Harvey Anderson, and you're listening to the second episode ever of Radical Tenderness with Sally Harvey Anderson. Okay, today I'm going to teach you about boundaries, 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 what they are, why you need them, and quick tips on how to set them. Then I'm going to get into what can happen if you don't have boundaries, and I'm going to share some tips to build up your self-worth, because that, my friends, is what boundaries are all about. Um, I have a couple reminders. Don't forget to find me on Instagram at Sally Harvey Anderson, um, or find my coaching business at the Shayco, T-H-E dot S-H-A dot C-O. And find me on Patreon. Um, I am in the midst of redoing my whole Patreon and uh, I'm learning how to live stream on it. And I think uh, you guys are going to really like the changes. So um, there are going to be a whole bunch of perks on there. So stay tuned for my Patreon. And here we go. I want to open up with a story about a woman I knew about 12 years ago named... Chris. And you know what? Before I get into this story, um, I'm not going to lie. I might cuss. I don't know. I don't know if I will or not. So if you need to, pop your headphones in. Okay? So you, you know, just do what you need to do. Back to the story about Chris. I didn't know Chris all that well. I couldn't tell you her last name or where she lived. I vaguely remember her face, but I do remember her words very well. Now, Chris was the leader of a group therapy session for young women with eating disorders, and yes, this was a group that I was a part of, but that's a story for another day. Chris would tell us stories from her life about her own addiction and recovery, and she had this thing that she would say to us. It's a saying I've carried with me for over a decade. It goes like this. Okay, so Chris would put one hand over her heart and one over her belly, and she would say to us gals, us messed up gals, um, I'm the mama now, and I'm the only one who can save this baby girl. (laughs) I'm the mama now, and I'm the only one who can save this baby girl. And she would say it like, with her whole freaking heart, like with tears in her eyes. And she was so genuine and so precious. And at the time, I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. (laughs) It took about, um, it took a few years of learning. Let's say maybe even a decade uh, of change and learning to be able to actually apply this. Um, But you know, at the time, even though I didn't know which way was up, I just knew that I loved it, and I loved Chris for saying it. So, I carry this phrase with me, and I am happy to share it with you today. I'm the mama now, and I'm the only one who could save this baby girl. Today, I want to apply this saying to the subject of boundaries, because as an adult, because you grown, it's your responsibility to set boundaries for yourself. 
Now, Michelle Chalafont of the Adult Chair Podcast says, Boundaries teach other people how we want to be treated. A.K.A. Boundaries teach other people how to treat us. What a novel idea. Because people are not mind readers. They're not. They have different personalities. And sometimes they grew up in a different culture. So, as adults, we are responsible for teaching other people what we need. I did hear a statistic that I literally cannot find anywhere. I've been looking for it all over the internet, high and low. Um, I heard that 90% of people are good and only like 10% of people are like a real piece of shit, but I cannot find the research to back that up. Um, if you know this 90% of people are good or, nor- or you know, good people, uh, if you know of this research, hit, hit me up. I would love to see the factoids on that um, just so I could actually back that up because it's something <laughs> I've been telling students and I realized like I need to actually have a source for this. So anyway, back to boundaries. When we were kids, We had parents to watch out for us and make sure we weren't doing anything that would hurt us. But as adults, we got to be our own parents, our own mamas. We have to value our enough, blah, blah, blah. We have to value ourselves enough to say, you know this word, no, no, I can't have coffee with you. No, I can't attend that Zoom meeting. No, I I can't come to your birthday party. Thank you so much for inviting me. I hope it's wonderful. Boom, done. We have to be our own mamas and say no sometimes. Haha. <laughs> you may be thinking, okay, Sal, this is all great on paper, but like how do I actually set a boundary? Okay, uh, from my own experience... I was someone who had, like, literally zero boundaries, um, which means there was no clear line between me and other people. So I'm standing next to you, I don't know where I start, and you begin, etc., etc. So um, I think for me it was out of a fear of losing people, and I was afraid to say no because it was just easier to agree and to personally be uncomfortable than to risk losing someone, or deal with the discomfort of making someone upset. And this, my friends, is a destructive little behavior called people-pleasing. I'm looking at you. So, I'm going to tell you, if you're like me, you could be starting from square one, making biscuits from scratch, and that's okay. We don't have to shame and blame anybody for our boundaries, or lack of boundaries, Wherever you're starting is the perfect place for you. My little honey, divine time is different from our time. Remember that. So be patient with yourself and give yourself some compassion. And now I'm going to teach you how to kick some boundary ass. I have a list. (laughs) I don't know if you've met me, but like I have a list. So number One, to kicking boundary ass. Get out the journal. In order to set boundaries, you're going to have to learn about yourself 
and figure out what you, as a sweet little human being, need. And uh, a good place to start, what are your resentments? What pisses you off? A lot of times, resentments and anger form where a boundary needs to be made, honey. So you're going to need to look at it. Okay. For example, let's do a common one. Let's start with a work grievance. Many people have work grievances. Let's say you have a boss who calls you at crazy hours. And that pisses you off and you hate it. And you're like, why do they think it's okay to call me at 11 p.m. on a Friday? Why? But they obviously do think it's okay because they call and you answer and uh, you try to give them maybe some nonverbal cues that you think are obvious, but you know, you don't really say, you don't say anything. It's not clear and they don't know that it's pissing you off. So in the future, it's going to be up to you to let them know what hours they can call you. Otherwise, you're going to continue to be real pissed and annoyed at your boss, who probably has no idea, honestly. They're probably not thinking about you because most of us are generally concerned with what we need and what our family needs. Hence, boundaries teach other people how we want to be treated. Numero dos, that's two. When you take action, start small. Pick something where the stakes are low. I started setting boundaries with the person I love and trust the most. Someone I knew wouldn't leave me. I don't know, isn't that sad? No, well, I guess it's happy. It is my fiance. Um, I know Ross is not going to leave me. So when I can, when I set a boundary with him, when I ask him to do something for me, um, I don't have to be afraid because I know he's, he's not going to go anywhere. So I can be like, hey, can I ask you a question when you have a minute? And he's like, yeah. And then when we sit down, I'm like, you know, can you take the trash out when it's full? I feel like it's always getting too full and I'm the one who takes it out and I'm feeling a little snippety about it and he'll say oh you know what I just like to see how much it can squish in there um so that's why it looks full but I just keep squishing stuff in there so if this is the max capacity of when you like to be the trash when you like the trash to be taken out sure I'll start taking the trash out when it reaches this particular level. And that is a real example. It is something else we do, Ross and I, we do a weekly check-in. Every Sunday at 10.30 a.m., we sit across from each other and we turn inward and we discuss how we're feeling. So if you haven't learned about how to feel your feelings, make sure to Listen to the first podcast episode about feeling your feelings. Okay, um, and Ross and I are actually adding something new to our little practice. So once a month, we're going to talk about finances, which I, I mean, makes me uncomfortable. Um, but I know it's good. You got to know the facts and the truth. You got to look at your cash. And anyway, so all this for this point. Every little tiny baby child boundary you make will give you the confidence to set an even bigger one, okay? 
you might even build up to setting boundaries with, I don't know, the people who trigger you the most, aka your parents or your kids or whoever it is. I don't know. I don't know your life. I only know some people's lives. Not my life, I guess. Um, anyway, start small and build up to the bigger ones. Number three, pick an appropriate time when no one is distracted. So did you notice in my first example, I said, hey, Ross, when you have a minute, I have a question. So um, what you want to do is put the phones away, turn the TV off, set the scene up for everybody to be able to be present and not distracted and etc. Um, number four. So this is Michelle Chalifant of the adult chairs term. Uh, bullet point boundaries. You want to make them short and to the point and sweet. Very, very direct. Um, Brene Brown actually says that clear is kind and unclear is unkind. Number five. Some might even say Cinco. Uh, you may get some pushback. You might feel uncomfy. You can remember that no is a complete sentence. I wish I could take my own advice. Uh, you, don't <laughs> you don't need to follow up a no with an explanation. If it makes you feel better, follow it up with a thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for reaching out. Uh, you know. Okay, so they might not be happy about your boundary, but that's okay. When you change, it might take the people in your life some time to adjust to the new, fancy, healthier you. Number six, the more you set boundaries, the better you'll be at it and the easier it gets. So before you know it, you'll be setting them left and right. You'll be like, boundary, boundary. It's going to be like you're going to the range to shoot those clay discs or whatever the hell those people do. Um, the point is that you will have more time to do what matters to you. And at the end of the day, isn't that what we all want? Just more time to do the stuff we like and that matters to us? So now that we've discussed how to become a big old boundary bitch, I'm going to backtrack. And I'm going to give you some more info on why boundaries are so important. So, I did a little research on some of the negative effects a lack of boundaries can lead to. And Brene Brown, on her blog, specifically talks about leadership here. But I think this can translate across relationships. And I will put the link to this blog post in the show notes. Brene says about her data... Whatever the reason, there was a saturation across the data that the consequences of avoiding tough conversations or tapping out of a difficult rumble as soon as it gets uncomfortable include number one, diminishing trust and engagement. Number two, increases in problematic behavior, including passive aggressive behavior. Does that sound familiar? Talking behind people's backs, pervasive back channel communication, or the meeting after the meeting gossip and the dirty yes and when i say yes to your face and go behind your back and number three decreasing performance due to a lack of clarity and shared purpose um bernay continues 
Over the past several years, my team and I have learned something about clarity and the importance of hard conversations that has changed everything from the way we talk to each other to the way we negotiate with external partners. It's simple, but transformative. Clear is kind. Unclear is unkind. So that's from Brene Brown's blog, and I will post the link to that in the show notes. Okay, so here you are. You learn about boundaries. You want to start setting them. Um, maybe you're not quite ready. You're like, ooh, I just, you're running up against a wall. I hear you on that. I do. Um, that is why I recommend building up your self-worth. Because valuing yourself and your time and your energy will make setting boundaries feel a whole lot easier. So here are some tips to build self-worth. Number one. See feelings episode one. That is me. See my episode about feelings and feel your feelings. Number two, block out time in the calendar for your needs, like rest, quality time with friends or family, health. All you need to do really is Google self-care for ideas. And there are plenty of influencers on Instagram that'll tell you all about this. I'm sure they have some eye cream or something for you. Um, number three, go to the doctor, get your ass to the medical doctor for your yearly wellness visits, which I know it's easier said than done. And not everybody has great insurance. I know this is a complicated thing, but I did feel like it was worth saying that the doctor, getting yourself to the yearly wellness visits is important. Taking care of your bodice. Um, Number four, very important, my last tip is watch what you say. Watch what little words come out of your mouth. Because every word that comes out of your mouth is like a prayer for it to be true. So make it good. You might need to reframe your self-talk. So instead of, I have no time for myself, you could say, I'm working on making time for myself. Or instead of, I have no boundaries, you could say, I'm working on setting boundaries. You know, stuff like that. Um, okay, you listened to the whole episode? I'm so proud of you. You're doing great. The first step is just basically getting that journal out. Um, learn about yourself. I promise you're super worth it and a wonderful human being and human person, um, both of those things. Thank you so much for listening. For more on boundaries, Michelle Chalfont at the Adult Chair has truly transformed transformed my life when it comes to boundaries. I really learned a lot um, in her private, uh, she's like a private monthly membership. Um, and I highly recommend that for anybody who really wants to dig deeper into this work. Um, so I'm going to just drop it again. Look for me on the grams. I would love to connect, um, at Sally Harvey Anderson and at the T-H-E dot S-H-A dot C-O, the Shaco. Um, and consider supporting me on Patreon. I'm redoing all my tiers. There are tiers from $1. It's like $1, $3, $6, $12. And then it, and it goes all the way up to 96 um, and I'm working on putting new perks up there, including 
some live streaming typewriter poetry and live streaming these um, these uh, Patreon recordings and even doing a Zoom class for people who are interested in writing. So um, please go check that out and support me if, you know, that's something that you can do right now. And um, other ways to support me are just sharing this, subscribing, making a comment, adding a nice review. Um, Thank you so much. And I hope that you have a completely magical day and that you say no to one person just for fun. Goodbye.